You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm your host, DJ Impact. I got the Vegas Bad Boys here with me. Matt Michaels, Simon Street, Sin City Steve. Welcome, everyone, to Wrestling Talk. And uh, we have you with us. If you're watching us live, make sure you use the chat feature to throw in all your comments. We love to put those up live as we see fit. We're on YouTube live, Twitch, and Facebook. So, uh Choose which platform you like to watch us in and definitely interact with us. A very quick show. When we finish this show, then we go right over to three count. And we got three good topics that you're going to want to uh, be a part of. Okay. So make sure after the show go off, you pop right back on. All right. With that, we're going to get right into our show. So let's do the um, four-way stop. Let's go. Sin City Steve, highlights, man. I know we had a lot of wrestling. I know you got some good stuff, man. Tell me what you got. Oh, yeah, man. Wardlow is your new AEW TNT champion after defeating Powerhouse Hobbs. Yes, I know it's hard to believe, but the 42-day reign of Powerhouse Hobbs has come to an end. You know, given the fact that Hobbs has served as a background character in this QTV storyline, you know, you really had to know that this title reign was doomed from the start, um, despite, however, we didn't want it to be that way. Um, this match itself was, let's call it what it is, it was clunky, but uh, it accomplished getting the title back on Wardlow. Uh, they've also paired Arn Anderson with him. So, I mean, if nothing else, that should help him with his promos, which was definitely his weakness. Um, I actually like the pairing of Arn Anderson with Wardlow. Um, and, uh, of course, there has to be, uh, you know, some chicanery that happened after the match as uh, Luchasaurus and Christian Cage came out. So, evidently, we're pivoting and turning to that program. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, obviously, it was announced that there was a Pillars tournament uh, to determine the number one contender for MJF's world title. Basically, it was Jungle Boy versus Sammy Guevara on Dynamite. Then Darby Allen faces the winner next week on Dynamite. That winner goes on to face MJF at Double or Nothing. Now, they played an angle later on in the night where MJF gave Sammy Guevara a blank check if he would lay down for him. Um, and then also, MJF cost Jungle Boy the match um, by brass knucks. So, or excuse me, not Brass Knucks, the uh, Dynamite Diamond Ring. So mm -hmm. he he directly caused the countout loss for Jungle Boy in this match. Mm -hmm. So we'll see if that tournament actually continues. Yeah, we will see. Um, let me jump over here quickly. Simon Street, what did you have this week, man? 
Well, first and foremost, to add up just to a little bit of uh, Arn Anderson in Wardlow. Well, apparently, I have a problem with waking up early in the morning because I need to wake up to some horseman shit. Apparently, that's what Arn Anderson said, and wake the people up. So I'm going to start putting that in my mm-hmm. alarm clock so I can wake up and get to work on time, apparently. So, outside of all of that, Raw was popping. And when I say it was popping, boy, you ever work sometimes at your job and realize you're going to be paired with some people that you really just don't like? Well, that's pretty much what's kind of happening with Bloodline and Judgment Day. They're going to go ahead and put their differences to the side. Well, it's mostly just uh, your boy, Ben, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Finn Balor, which is upset, obviously, getting roughed up all the times by Bloodline. That makes for a very interesting uh, night. Also, too, we got NXT. Man, I'm going to say it real quick. Noam Dar, braids, much better. Seems to be a lot of braid work. There must be a braid person doing braids because, you know, your boy Xavier on SmackDown was all braided up as well. Must have been the same person doing the braids. It was really, really cool. Um, And with that, I will say I'm sure we'll talk more about that match, Intercontinental Championship. Xavier Woods, Gunther, I believe so, the show on SmackDown. And that's my four-way stop. All right. Just uh, let me go right over to you, Matt Michaels. What a highlight uh, caught your attention this past week. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Gunther and uh, Xavier was uh, just a really good match. Again, Gunther proven he can wrestle pretty much anyone they want to throw against them, whether it's a smaller guy, bigger guy, uh, you know. Let's get Omos against Gunther and put him out totally. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Trish, with her promo about being the greatest women's wrestler ever, yeah. that was pretty sweet. And yes. uh, did you feel any uh, hints at Trish versus Charlotte down the line? Hmm. Well, she did say, yeah, she did a little bit with the four horse woman gimmick. She was a little pissed about that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, also, that uh, Wesley versus Charlie Dempsey match was yes. fire. That was nice. And uh, at the beginning of Raw, how can you not like Paul Heyman using this, uh, this great sentence? Good day to be a bad guy. If there's a heaven, we're not getting into it. <laughs> that was awesome fucking genius absolutely man okay good stuff there man um you know what i uh i, I just quickly just want to just add i i really enjoyed the miss the miss and seth rollins match i thought that that was really good uh just kind of watching the, those two do what they uh they normally do putting on a pretty good match didn't uh, didn't kind of know who was going to win that but um overall for raw i thought that was a pretty good entertaining match I want to shout out the Gunther match too, but I'm almost wondering if we're going to eventually have a Gunther problem. And that problem is, that problem is, at some point, Cody's going to win this belt. And Gunther, is he still going to go another year, another year holding this intercom? Because he's got to compete for that belt and actually win it. So I'm confused how long this is going to continue where Gunther's going to continue to hold this Intercontinental Championship belt, and Cody don't have the title yet. Uh, DJ, 
Roman Reigns has had the belt for almost a thousand days. I so. get that, but are they trying to do the same with Mr. Gunther as well? I mean, they could, but I, you know, I, I you know, Keep it until he beats Cody. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, Steve, Steve, <laughs> Steve, you know you're you're muted. I said, or until he beats the Honky Tonk Man's title reign. You know. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. You know what? What's going on? Well, no, no, I was, I was just going to say, when it comes to the Intercontinental Championship, I really want to see how many title defenses between all those long historic reigns were actually significant. And, and there's nothing to take away from the Honky Tonk Man or for anybody else that had that title. That would be something good for some research. So if anybody is, is a uh, wrestling statistic junkie that's not Sin City Steve, go research that and look that up and maybe next week drop in on the chat and let us know what you found. Well, we have look. a... We have a Vegas bad boy historian, but I don't, I don't know if we can give it give him the. Uh, that's you, Matt Michaels. You're looking like that can't be me, but it is you. But we don't have time. We got to go to the. Uh, that's why I said. That's why I gave it to our guest. <laughs> Next one. All right, here we go. All right, uh, Simon Street. Too sweet for the weak man. Who did it for you? Look, man. I'm gonna tell you what, man. The ladies do it for me every time. And man, too sweet for the weak is when. Look, I grew up with a lot of women. And let me tell you, man, there's a couple things you can't do with women. First and foremost, you you, you know, women have this unsaid code of aggro. And if you don't know what aggro is, it's a video game term when you get too close to something and you can growl at it. So part of that is anytime you go or look at a girl the wrong way and you're another female, you're going to get some aggro. If you, I don't know, say bitch or you're going to get some aggro. If you happen to throw some water on somebody's face, you're going to majorly get some aggro. And that's what happened on Raw. <laughs> you know, they threw, you know, I'm just saying, man, makeup is hard to come by in the WWE because some of the females had to really learn in NXT how to apply some makeup. And let me tell you, when that stuff happened to your little girl, Liz, she was upset. I almost thought she got knocked out. You know, Raquel had to walk, drag out. Anyways, too sweet for the weakest because, hey, she got some get back and the win from the same two little trolls of do you know who I am? And I just thought it was cool because, you know, hey, get some get back. Uh, like you normally say, some some, some uh, continuity with storyline. Yeah. It was small, but it was something we look forward to. And you know what? I really want to share this to everyone. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt Michaels, too sweet for the week. Well, I uh, I still have to go with uh, my boy Solo Sokoa, just uh, for the second straight week, making it uh, seem as if if there's one person who uh, could defeat Mr. Reigns, it could be Solo, because holy shit, are you talking, I mean, he, he first he gets to not only wrestle Ray, but get to beat the shit out of Ray, essentially, with... <laughs> the whole bloodline yeah. which was fun to see uh and the lwo so uh you know get your lwo shirts now because i'm sure after <laughs> after a couple weeks uh that might go away uh, but i mean he looked amazing on raw that stare down between him and Rhea. that was so great raw, oh, that was <laughs> and then and then him and moving solo and then Rhea moving uh it's it makes you wonder like hey would they be crazy enough to try that like just have solo versus Rhea? why not that why would not? be crazy though 
be fucking crazy. I, I, I think it'd be really. I mean, she already busting up on dudes during matches and stuff. I mean, on SmackDown, she's throwing clotheslines like the best of them. Yeah, um, and uh, maybe we see uh, Solo wrestle for the uh, women's championship, and that's. Uh... <laughs> And he'll, then, be, then, he'll be the street champion in both genders. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, he wrestles Riddle on uh, SmackDown, and again, it's you know main event and shit. And I mean, can't go wrong right now with uh, what they're doing with them. Yeah, true that. All right, let me go over to you, Mister Sin City Steve. What you got? All right, so too sweet to Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, everyone involved with their promo segment on Dynamite. You know, it, it started off as a baby face, kind of mutual admiration, respect kind of a promo. And then obviously Jericho heals out on him, uh, gets Adam Cole kind of upset. Of course, that spirals out of control. Daniel Garcia starts beating down Adam Cole. Of all people, Britt Baker comes down and... Uh, she decides to get in there and slap Chris Jericho. And then, uh, yeah, that's when you had the entire clerk, the entire, the entire group of the outcasts, uh, come in, beat the dog shit out of Britt Baker. Oh boy. Oh my God. Straight out of WWE booking. Um, however, <laughs> I'm not, I, I do have to say this. Um, yeah. they did, they went all in no pun intended on, their visuals, the way that they were acting in this segment. It was a very polarizing segment. You either loved it or you hated it. Um, but the thing is, yeah, they, they, like I said, they gave it everything that they had in this acting segment. Um, obviously, Britt gets laid out with the kendo stick while Adam Cole is handcuffed to the bottom rope. Even though if you look closely, the handcuff broke before they put it on him. So that entire thing was completely acted by Adam Cole. You know, you got to deal with what you can. Um, elsewhere, you had uh, the elite. Cutting cutting a I'm sorry, I was getting feedback there. Um, the elite getting some, uh, you know, some on some on screen in ring camera time. Um, they had a, a promo which led to the, uh, you know, the Blackpool Combat Club coming out as well. And uh, that spiraled out of control. And uh, who should come out to save the day but uh, Takeshita and Don Callis, yeah. of all people. So pretty interesting stuff there. And yeah. lastly, too sweet for uh, the interest list for AEW All-In at Wembley Stadium. Already surpassing 50,000 names signed up. Wow. All right. 50,000 signups. Okay. Wow. I see what's happening here. I see what's happening. Well, AEW uh, better go ahead and buy some some more of those uh, those, those song rights so they can just find one from Wembley that everybody can sing along to. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Uh, I just wanted to mention uh, Too Sweet. I got a chance to uh, watch a little bit of the Impact Wrestling this past week. They did, did do a six-way tag team match with Jonathan Grisham, Trace, um, Trey Miguel, uh, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey uh, versus Time Machine, which is Kushida and uh, Motor City Machine Gun. So overall, that was a really good match to watch. I mean, they almost went like an entire hour, and um, it took me a minute because Trey Miguel was, although he was he was teamed up with Jonathan and Speedball, which are faces. Trey is still a heel, and it's just he was he was just kind of watching how he was messing up their entire dynamic in this in this tag team so it was a really fun 
but uh, entertaining match. So it's uh, they're back at it again, and um, yeah, I'm excited about that. So I'll speak a little bit uh, about it. In fact, you know what? Let's just go right over into our uh, our, our WTF. Okay, so I didn't really watch uh, Rebellion at all. I haven't been watching too much uh, of Impact, just overworked. But I, I got, of course, the highlights. And, man, so so Steve Macklin, huh? That's our Impact World Champion right now. I tell you what, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, they're taking a chance on him. And um, he's been but, putting it. Go ahead. But his, but his woman is their women's champion now, too. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's there's a new royal family in wrestling, and I'm not too sure because again, because she didn't come out, is she? She's not playing a heel role, right? She's playing the family role. Okay, because they ran like a little, they ran a clip, and she didn't seem like she was hillish when they ran it, and I was confused. So, um, I don't know. I gotta watch more. She, she, she hasn't, she hasn't really been per se. So, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see where, like, but like, yeah, Deano Perazzo back as the champ there. So we're going to see where this goes. Um, taking a chance on Steve. This is this is great though. This is um, this is where opportunities are are made when they're happening. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Let me jump over to you. Uh, okay, uh, Matt Michaels. What WTFs you have for the week? Well. Uh... Obviously, uh, John here says uh, it should be Seth Rollins versus Omos for Backlash. Uh, for mm-hmm. Seth not even knowing, apparently, that he was booked against Omos. Uh, but also, uh, you know, that's what you get when you uh, you don't show up to TV or your wife doesn't, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wrestle Omos. Yeah. <laughs> and put uh, over Omos. Yeah, put over, right, exactly. That's what it'll be. Hey man, if almost takes one of his jackets and starts dancing around like Rollins, it's worth it. I got to take right there. Um, uh, yeah, dynamite. Uh, the worst fucking opening in the history of wrestling. A uh, paint drying would have been a better fucking opening than those three in the ring at the same time. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I mean, Darby actually took the time to. Just be like Jungle Boy or Jack or whatever you're calling yourself this week. Is it Jack? Oh, Jungle Jack. Yeah, it could be. What the fuck, dude? What is going on? <laughs> Not only that, though, primarily the AEW uh, people who are so into wrestling, you guys got a WWE show going on now because majority of your show was fucking promo talks and then beatdowns out of nowhere on these promos. So, yeah. Keep an eye on that. Um, I mean, Warlow, why does he need Arn? I, I don't see it, um, especially because Arn was really – It's yeah, don't go on TV anymore. I, I'm Anything's sorry. better than what he was doing promo-wise, dude. I, I know, but they got other things in the company. They can, they can find something. Um, Jericho should have been the one to kendo sticker. That was my problem. Go fucking full heel. Make this fucking personal. Uh, who cares if the three girls attacked? It didn't matter. So, And then, uh, again, a stipulation match in which we know the stipulation is not going to be met anyway. Waste of time match. 
mm-hmm. big filler on a card that didn't have many matches to begin with. So, yeah. Sin City, what you got? All right. So you already talked about the opening segment of Dynamite. Um, I, I'm just going to echo your point. Um, yeah, all three of these dudes need to get better on their promo work. And realistically, the only way that they're going to get there is by doing it. But damn, do they have a long way to go. Um, yeah, it, it was a 20-minute promo that actually made me want to turn off Dynamite. 20 minutes? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, uh, Jay White made his debut in AEW, and yet the match appears in this segment. Why, you might ask? Well, yeah, as I said, Jay White made his debut in AEW. He wrestled Commander and proceeded to have an almost 50-50 match for 10-plus minutes with yeah. Commander. Now, wow. Jay White is a major get for AEW, obviously. Um, yeah. But you choose to debut him in a match against a guy who's never won on your program and you're going to have him go 50-50 with him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Michaels, I know that you were loving this. You have who? Sean Spears at ringside. It's your buddy. He's out there with the 10 cards and he's back at doing that bullshit gimmick. Uh, Lord of mercy. Um, you know, after the match was over and Jay White hit the Blade Runner and all was right with the world again, um, Juice and Juice Robinson and Jay White pull out uh, Sean Spears, throw him over the barricade, and then uh, who comes out to save him? Ricky Starks. So evidently, we're going to be going toward a Ricky Starks. <sighs> God, really? Ricky Starks and Sean Spears versus Juice Robinson and Jay White. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel you on that one. Okay, Simon Street, man, what you got? So, yeah, a lot of what I was going to say, what the fuck, was going to be what Sin City was saying. <laughs> that four-pillar shit, don't even call them four pillars. They looked about as inept to be strong and tall as taking three pubescent 13-year-old boys to a freaknik concert. It just wasn't going to happen. They just ain't got what it takes. No offense to them. It was, yeah, it was bad. It, yeah. it was cringy at worst. So I'm not going to go too many deep with that. Some other stuff is, is I'm hurt a little personal. Uh, Trish Stratus add that little extra comment to insult talking about I ain't your family. Well, first and foremost, okay, you wasn't the only thing that got me through puberty, right? <laughs> there were some other women that was on there as well. And truth be told, I like Molly Holly just a little bit more. So, kiss my ass. <laughs> so, outside of that, another one that we got for what the... Look, guys, I, I really don't know what is needed for the Viking Raiders to be better. However, I will say that them on SmackDown going up against Braun Strowman and Ricochet did make for a better match. I just don't see the appeal. I don't know what it is, guys. Can they go darker? Can they like actually take like a bunny rabbit and kill it right there? I mean, like, let's get a little AEW. Let's just slit it right there in the middle of the ring, blood offering or something. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say they want to kill Bad Bunny in a sacrifice in Puerto Rico? What is going on? I said bunny. However, that would be awesome, actually. Bad Bunny. (laughs) I love that shit. But no, for real. I just don't see what the appeal is. So for me, it's going to be WTF on them all damn day because I really don't know why are they snooze alert why 
I actually thought that uh, when, when you when you mentioned him uh, for the WTF, I thought he was going to actually throw out the idea that uh, uh, Braun Strowman uh, seemed like he couldn't toss Ricochet uh, into, uh, what was that, Eric or whatever his name is, the Viking member. So he came up a little short when he threw him over the, head, over the rope. So that was definitely a WTF because, uh, yeah, Ricochet was definitely supposed to get thrown on top of him and not thrown to the, <laughs> to, to the ring. But, you know, shit yeah. happens, you know. But anyway, let's, uh, let's see. What are we looking out for? I'm sure there's quite a bit. <laughs> All right. Sin City, Steve, you're excited for something, man. Tell us. All right, so I know they're doing this Pillars tournament thing, but with the blank check and the angle and the talk of lying down and MJF costing Jack Perry his match in the tournament, there's got to be more to this storyline, right? They're not just going to do this where it's just going to be, you know, this horse shit where MJF handpicks his challenger, right? Come on. Come on, Tony. I know I've got more faith in you than that. Even if it's you stepping up on TV and saying, you know, due to MJF's reprehensible actions that we're going to actually make this a four way at double or nothing. Fine. Whatever. Um, just do that. Um, and you know, it looks like as if they're going to do another multi-man tag match at double or nothing like what they did last year. Mm -hmm. uh, this time it looks like it's going to be the elite versus Blackpool combat club, Omega, the young bucks and Takeshita maybe versus mm -hmm. Mox, Claudio Danielson and Yuta. Now I'm totally down for this, but what I'm looking out for and I'm hoping is that this is all a swerve and Takeshita and Callis turn and join the Blackpool Combat Club. Come on. Because Again. that makes all the sense in the world for something <laughs> that doesn't even make sense to begin with. So, Dude, okay, so you could easily do that and you could have, you could have Don Callis in the group to be a mouthpiece for Takeshita and Yuta. So... Obviously, that beefs it up so that you could do your blood and guts match because they got to get to five versus five somehow. They got to do that somehow. Um, you know, elsewhere, um, I am looking forward to the next time that I can see El Hijo del Vikingo on TV in a wrestling match. Dude absolutely killed it against Dralistico on Rampage. Yeah, he's going to be a star. Okay. He don't break his neck. Simon Street, I'm going to go to you uh, next, but I, uh, can you can you just answer a quick question for us? What was that? What was All right, that let's see. Here we go. All right. <laughs> if well, you thank don't mind. you so much, uh, Charmaine. But to answer your question, I am very much taken and occupied, but I appreciate the love. Thank you so much. All right, man. Go ahead. Tell us <laughs> what you're looking at. I thought you were going to hit me, hit, hit me with a hard, hard question. <laughs> no. Um, but with regards to what am I looking forward to? You know what? I am looking forward to a little bit of that Puerto Rico and also, too, that, um, you know, Latino world order. Mm -hmm. I like that Puerto Rico colors shirt that we saw on SmackDown. And compared to the, the Mexicano. So it was pretty cool how they have the two different versions, you know, showing love, uh, uh, you know, Puerto Rican, uh, you know, love, which is cool. So, um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to Backlash. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, normally, Backlash is not known as, what do we call it? We still call it with WWE, uh, 
quality content or what is it called? What 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 do they call that shit all the time, guys? Come on, premium man. live event. Yeah, yeah. Backlash usually ain't a premium live event. So we're gonna see what's gonna happen. All I know is I better see some tropical trees. I better see the landscape. I want two songs by Bad Bunny, and I want a whole bunch of backup dance. Whole bunch, and I want all of the the the, the, the finest mamas back there. A lot of love to, to you know, to, to where they're going to be at. Location, 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 man. Come yeah. on. It's Puerto Rico, man. You really got to show some love, bro. America's not been known for showing a lot of love for Puerto Rico. Just saying. We, we, we got to do something. We got we to represent, man. So that's what I'm looking for. I should have chose to uh, go there instead of Mania. Damn, I wasn't. I didn't. You ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. You know, so. Hold on. Hold on. But let me ask you a question. If you were to go to Puerto Rico, yeah, would you go with a with with your esposo? esposo? Uh, let's put it this way: I would try not to. Ooh, you were gonna say that on air? Oh boy! <laughs> but, but hey, mm-hmm. I, I'm still not saying that I would get away with that. But I would try. Yeah, you Impact, know. you know that that's on the internet. That means it's there forever. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I already see it now. You know what? Hey, hey, Michaels. If this shit cut off, man, you just gonna have to take the wheel, Platinum. <laughs> he might, he might go in my head. Oh man! All right, um, wait. Let me throw right uh, quick in here, right quick before I go to you, Matt Michaels. Um, for me, the draft. Come on, the draft. I'm excited for that. What's gonna happen? Who goes where? Who's gonna mess up the entire dynamic of everything? It's gonna be interesting to see this. I'm excited for it, though, man. Matt Michaels, you. What are you looking out for? Uh, well, you know, it's funny. The draft, it hit me as I was watching both Raw and SmackDown that everyone's on the shows, on both shows anyway. So I don't know what the hell the draft's going to do. So we'll see if right. it's a reset. Um, Cody versus Brock and Backlash. I think that's going to be good. Nice little buildup. Don't let them touch. Good idea. All right. Uh, hey, man. Carl Fredericks. Eddie Thorpe is coming through now in NXT. So we're going to see what uh, what he does with this character. It's great to see Carl getting the opportunity now. He's fucking phenomenal. Uh, really, really interested in this uh, Briggs and Fallon versus uh, Jensen and Kiana with the new Brooks Jensen, who is all corporate style and slick and uh, has fallen under the spell of Kiana. So that should be pretty sweet to see. Very excited for the trunk match. It's a first ever trunk match. So we'll see what happens when uh, D'Angelo and uh, his boy put uh, pretty deadly in the trunk. (laughs) And uh, and again, next week on NXT, uh, Waller versus Hayes should be off the fucking chart. Two of the best young guys in the fucking business. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Best in show. Simon Street, man, who won in the wrestling show for you this week? Well, you know what, man? Most of the time, SmackDown is usually a shoe-in, and they are pretty consistent. But, man, Raw, man, consistent for me. It's just like everything, how they started off was really good, making do what they had. I mean, come on, the Bloodline kickoff was really good. We didn't mention it earlier, 
but man, it, it, it got me hyped. They got you hyped, especially for a three-hour goddamn show. Shit, you better get me hyped as hell. It's raw. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And uh, you know, outside of that, uh, you know, almost every match, man. Come on, even Rey Mysterio solo Sokoa. I mean, that was cool. That was, uh, I would give that five street score. Even the, you know, seeing Dakota Kai, man, they, you know, she breaking out with some some uh, counters and stuff like that. You know, what I mean, she fared fairly decent with uh, with Bianca. So I mean, another good match, man. I mean, and you had what Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar promo that was fire. You know, I mean, even Seth Rollins and Miz. I know some city or one of y'all had mentioned it earlier. I think you did. Impact that was a decent showing as well. It wasn't it wasn't bad? You know, mm-hmm. uh, given what they had, I didn't see anything that was low other than the medium Candice LeRae versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. But even that was okay. And of course, at the end, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Matt Riddle versus Judgment Day. I mean, it was really cool, man. So I got to give it to her, one hundred percent. Yeah. Wrong, baby. Okay. All right. Uh, da, da, da. Let me go over to you, uh, Matt Michaels. What show you give it to? Same thing, Raw. Raw was uh, was very uh, very much for a three-hour show. It was my same feeling when I was watching for three hours. Uh, it had me watching the most of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, one other thing, I got to go back to that AEW opening when Jungle Boy pointed out all the kids who are in Darby Allen face paint makeup. Steve, there wasn't one shot of a kid in Darby Allen face paint makeup. Was there? <laughs> we couldn't find a fucking kid in the audience. Oh, no one does it. They should have just showed Sting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that should have been classic. City, what was the uh, show for you? Uh, so that would be AEW Wednesday Night Raw. <laughs> because that's what I watched this week. So, yeah, it's between uh, Dynamite or Rampage. So, I mean, honestly, Rampage was a good hour of a quick watch of wrestling. But, you know, all in all, Dynamite was was the better of the shows. Um I think that I I may actually start uh, you know dabbling back into WWE more again following the draft, uh, largely because yeah I mean AEW is largely dabbling into into WWE now too so fuck it you know, <laughs> why not well welcome back man we uh, we missed you and we kept your seat warm for you so you know thanks pal yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I'm agree with uh, fellas. Also, yeah, Raw definitely was a uh, was definitely the show of the week as well. And um, man, Trish Stratus, like you had mentioned, Michael, shout out to that promo. I didn't know how it was going to come out, but when she was, I mean, she held it down. I was like, wow, that was a really good, powerful promo she put out. There. We we forget how good of a heel she was. Yeah, she hasn't been a heel in you know so many years. Right. Can I add one quick thing? Yeah, man. You want to know why Trish Stratus has longevity to where his other divas didn't? Because of that promo. No offense. They got two divas that can't get work. AEW ain't going to sign them, even though one of them's husband worked there. And AEW and WWE said they ain't got no work for them. Well, because your promos ain't fire like that. You know how to dig deep. Yeah. I mean, she she stood there. She was calm. They was even trying to do the what chant. She ignored it to the point where they just stopped doing it. You know what I mean? I mean, it was I mean, it was fire. That was the way to do it. 
Uh, all right, guys, that is our wrestling talk. Shout out to everyone for hanging out with us as always. And we ask you to hang out with us every week. Put it on your phone so you won't forget. Sunday, Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Coast, right? Come on. Be with us. Uh, we do wrestling talk. And then after this, we're going to go right into our three count. If you've been watching the little scroll below, you see what topics we're going to be talking about. And, yes, we did talk about CM Punk last week. But we're going to talk about him again this week. And we're going to have a little special guest with us. It's going to be crazy. You're going to want to jump on because I know you're going to have some thoughts about this as well. And um, you also see we're going to mention a little bit about some uh, Warner Brother Discovery. Man, uh, every time I turn around, it's something with Warner Brothers Discovery. Uh, let's see what they're doing now. And then, <laughs> right. And uh, and then some updates, some charges against Ted DiBiase Jr., man. Wow. We got to get into all of this. Make sure when we log off on here, you are following us so you can see the notifications. All right. With that, we'll see you next week when we do it all over again for Wrestling Talk. Take care. We're out. Happy wrestling. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.